Hey, this is your fitness and lifestyle coach, Henry again. How may I help you? <laughs> Great job on your last podcast. See, I really like that episode on how to make love happen for yourself. But uh, I'm not talking about love this time. I'm talking about my my uh, my six-packs. If you can find a way to make uh, a two-pack, a six-pack as soon as possible, you know, you will make my life a 10 out of 10. So, Henry, what, 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 what advice do you have for me, please? That's a true listener of the show. He's Nigerian. And here's the first question I asked him. One of the ways I like to start is to ask you and anybody, you know, why do you really want a six-pack right now? What's your goal? What's driving you? Okay, I need a six-pack because I want to be popping on the gram by summer 2019. This year is my year. See, guys on on, on Instagram, Whiskey, Bangali, all those guys... <laughs> You see, no be, no be, no be, they, they, they know they rush girls, now, now girls, they rush them. So I want that to be my testimony, now then they rush me. Alright, hold on a second, bro. So who's Whiskey and Bangali? Ah, Whiskey, you don't, you don't, you don't know the band? Apparently, those two guys are some of the musical superstars in Nigeria. So you want girls to rush you the way girls rush them? Oh, of course, definitely. I'm by summer 20, 2019. <laughs> Hey, beautiful people. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Real Fitness. You'd be amazed at the different reasons why many of us want to look more fit. I believe in looking good. As a matter of fact, today on the show, my guest actually started working out because he wanted to look better. It was honestly one of my motivations to start working out because I was a little chubbier as a kid. Um, and I was picked on and bullied a little bit. And uh, once I had hit that growth spurt, um, like most uh, people do, you know, obviously your body starts changing. I was like, okay, I got some, I got a little four pack here. And then after that, I started working out more. And There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Plus, you get the attention. I don't think anybody has seen me with my shirt off. I was playing basketball on the court at the senior trip and it was hot. It was like 85 degrees and the humidity was like 50% <laughs> in May. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take off my shirt. And I took off my shirt. We're still playing and, you know, then you see people start staring and whatnot and other people start staring. It's Okay, wait a minute. Spoiler. Six packs could be really elusive. It is high maintenance. I mean, crazy, unbelievable, high maintenance. The, the, the way that you wake up sometimes, like, oh, your six pack is perfect when you wake up. And after you go through the whole entire day and you eat and, you know, you're, 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 you eat all day. <laughs> then you go to the gym, I'm like, where did this go? And then after that, you work out you, you work out more, and it's just a cycle, but... So for real, for real, you don't have to need a six-pack to get some value out of today's show. No. I've really been blessed to have guests who are unafraid to be vulnerable. I know that this is very uncommon, but I have been blessed, and I really appreciate all my guests. So I really hope that you're going to be able to take advantage and learn from their stories. Like this instance where we shift from talking about six packs to talking about 60 minutes with a therapist. We don't we don't go to counseling, we don't talk to a lot of people, we don't talk to people about our issues because of that pride. But I went there every Wednesday afternoon, you know, and just talked, opened up. You know, that, at that moment, I really learned what it means to be transparent and open up about the issues that I have. 
Yeah, deep stuffs. I know. So, let's dive into the conversation. My guest is Clinton Asalu. He's an athlete. He played basketball in high school, he got into college and continued with basketball. Then, he took a break. And right now, he's about to become a super senior in a couple months. And he is going to get back on a college basketball court again. He looks a little bit like Tristan Thompson of the NBA Cleveland Cavaliers team. But if Clinton ever goes on to draft for the NBA, I really wish him better luck. <laughs> he's a mechanical engineering major with the Pennsylvania State University. And the question I asked him that led to the spoiler you heard a few minutes ago was how it felt to have a six-pack. Now, I apologize for the quality of his audio, you know, students. <laughs> but please enjoy the conversation. There's a whole lot of value for you to take out of this. Actually, it feels, for me, it feels good, but at the same time, it feels tiresome. You know, the, the way that you wake up sometimes, like, oh, your six-pack is perfect when you wake up. And after that, you go through the whole entire day and you eat and, you know, you're, 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 you eat all day. <laughs> <laughs> and you go to the gym, I'm like, where did this go? <laughs> and then after that, you work, out, you, you work out more, and it's just a cycle. But I think having a six-pack is, I, I, it was honestly one of my motivations to start working out because I was a, a little chubbier as a kid, um, and I was picked on and bullied a little bit. And uh, once I had hit that growth spurt, um, like most uh, people do, you know, obviously your body starts changing. I was like, okay, I got some, I got a little four pack here. And, uh, and then after that, I started working out more and being participating in sports. And it was like, hey, I need to keep this. And it, it's the attention sometimes that it gets that will, that will get you. Oh, the attention. I like that. So what was the attention like? You mean from people? What was it like when they realized that, okay, he's got the goods? So when I, uh, I think, I think I can go back to high school when I had my senior trip. Um, my senior trip, we went to some uh, water resort or something like that. And like, I don't think anybody has seen me with my shirt off. I think, well, other than that was basketball. Um, but, that, but that was only like the team. And, you know, after that, I was playing basketball on the court at the senior trip and it was hot. It was like 85 degrees and the humidity was like 50%. <laughs> May so I was like okay I'm gonna take off my shirt and I took off my shirt we're still playing and you know then you see people start staring and whatnot and other people start staring and that that's the attention that that will get you and will get to your head sometimes wait so do you think people give that attention because they feel they're seeing something they wish they had and just couldn't get it or do you feel like people are always looking at you like oh wow he must have some superpowers he must be able to do a whole lot of things. Why do you think people just are drawn to someone with six packs or well-defined muscles? What do you think? It's society. Um, when we look at models, when we look at um, social media, we look at what is deemed beautiful and what is deemed uh, what is deemed "quote unquote" sexy in yeah. um, in uh, pop culture. We see that oh, when a, a man comes out with um, or a, a pop star or something like that, a music uh, star comes out with a shirt off and he, he has a six pack. You see all the girls just go crazy or stuff like that. Social media has put that out there that it's it's beautiful for us to do that. And if you, you don't have it, you know, you, you should all over somebody that does have it. So that's that's what it is. And I think it's not it, it's not unattainable. Everybody has abs. Everyone has ab ab um, ab abdominal muscles. It's just getting them out there, 
that's that's you know that's the work that you got to put in. That's that's so true. What are your favorite things to do at the gym? You know, to help you maintain the body that you really like. One, I don't go to the gym without my headphones. That's that's that is the beginning of you know of how my workout is. Always have my headphones in because I tune everybody out um, when I get there. That's that's my time to wind down and to let all my emotions out inside the gym. You know, Woo, I, was, I can't believe someone <laughs> else does that. <laughs> yeah, you know, we don't. You don't know how great those weights clanking together when you're putting the weight on on the bench feels. You know, just hearing that it's an amazing sound. But when I'm in the gym for what I'm doing right now, I have my bulking season during the winter time, and it's still going on a little bit right now. But I'm starting to lean bulk. Um, but Mondays usually uh, chest and tricep or chest and back. All right, hold on. So for those our guys who are listening, so your bulking season is when you get to bulk up and add a lot of muscles, and then when you want to lean bulk is when you want to. That's when you want to sh- shed a little bit of weight. You know. And look a little more lean and trimmed. Yep. yep. All right, cool. And still try to keep that muscle mass as well. Cool. So, yeah, so right now I'm in a little lean bulking phase. Lean season, full full lean season has not started for me yet. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. But right now it's focusing on each um, body part. So for the past few weeks I've been doing uh, Monday chest and tricep, Tuesday uh, back and bicep. Wednesday, legs day, leg day. Uh, Thursday is shoulders and core. Friday is a full body workout with plyometrics and uh, everything else to help strengthen my body. Because uh, when we are working out, we're, we're, you ex- we're exerting a lot of form, force in our bodies, and we need to be able to recover that in some type of form. Um, Saturdays, I try to do cardio, and then Sundays, I try to rest. And that's interesting. It's so funny how that, you know, in all that you said during the week, I didn't hear you saying abs particularly. So so abs is a part of who you are, and that's just your body part. That's the, the core per se. If you, you can have abs, you can have abs that show, and you can have a horrible core. I, I specifically said the word core because core is where you get your, like, you're more of your strength from, you know, your base. You know your foundation. That's your that's your body right there. Your core. Awesome, man. You're dropping so, some nuggets. So you know you can have you can have great abs, and somebody can still topple you over. When one thing I learned in basketball, the people who are able to take hits and you know and, and finish at the basket is because they have a strong core. They have a strong center mass, which you gain by doing different workouts for your abs specifically. You know, and for your whole your, your whole body. The core and abs per se are made in the kitchen. You know, you can you can do your you can do your workouts all the time, you know, but if you're not eating right, it's not gonna help you at all. You won't see any progress. True, true, very, very, very true. So far during your whole workouts, how long have you been working out? You know, living a very active lifestyle. So I've been uh living an active lifestyle since I would say eighth grade. Um, but I didn't understand the the seriousness of working out until my freshman or sophomore year of high school. Now, uh, my older brother he did uh, he did wrestling. Um, he was about uh, two. He was like three, two or three grades um, higher than me. So he did wrestling, and he'll we're, come. We're home. bringing him on the show, by the way. We're bringing him. Oh on yeah, the show. yeah. We, you, you guys gotta get him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he used to do wrestling in high school as well. So back when he was a uh, he was a sophomore, I think that's when he started wrestling. 
he played football in um, his freshman year of high school, and I was um, in middle school during that time. So he would come and practice, practice all his moves on me. And, you know, sibling rivalry. I'm like, I don't, I, I'm going to be stronger than you. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to overtake you one day. And he started lifting weights. And after that, he started doing like home workouts, doing push-ups and sit-ups in the, in the house. And I was like, well, what is this guy doing? And then I started doing it with him. Then after that, you know, I went into high school and I started playing basketball for the school. And immediately I was like, look, I can't be frail. I need to start working out. And I already knew, I already knew what my brother does. So I just joined him in the gym. And since then, it just took off. It was, it would be times where it's like, I use, you have to use your strength to overpower people in, in, in the sport that you do. That's, that's since then I've been working out, trying, trying to make sure my physique is good all the time, make sure I'm not only having that physique as well, but having strength. You know, you can, yeah, you can have physique, but not have strength because of what you do. Oh, awesome. That's, that's great. You can have physique and not have strength. So I want to ask you from that, from an athlete's perspective, you know, what does, how does all the workout and the training that you do for your sports help you off the court? If you know what I mean, does it have any impact? Is there any relationship? Is there anything that, you know, your whole workout routine, trying to get ready for the next game or does for you when you get out of the court? I mean, besides the whole attraction from every other person when they see you take off your shirt, besides that, yeah, how? Go ahead. Yeah, off the court, you know, you have plethora of ways, you know, working out actually helps you. Being able to to be attentive. Number one, I don't drink coffee at all. I I don't I've never seen the need for coffee. I've never seen why people drink coffee in the first place, you know. But again, to each its own. Um I believe I believe that me waking up at seven AM, getting a quick run in or going to the gym. And then after that, going about my day and going to in the evening, getting a workout in, you know, that's, that's my coffee. You know, when, once you get those, your blood moving, when you get your blood moving, that's, that's what keeps you up or at least keeps me up. I know that for a fact. And you're more, you're more happy. You're, you're happier. I actually took a stress management class and they said working out is actually one of those because you're releasing, you're releasing, uh, I, I can't, chemicals or something in your body that allows you to, to just feel a different type of way than when, if you're not working out, when you're not working out, you know, you could be the, the, the angriest person in the world. True. But, but it feels like when I get in the gym, everything that happened in one day, I let it all go and I'm okay after I leave the gym because I've got my mind cleared. You know, each, each rep that I'm pushing up, it's letting something go for, for me. It's letting something go that maybe didn't go the way I, I wanted it to go today or, and, and I'm figuring a way to figure it um, to, to get it fixed for the next day. That, that's how I think about it. You know, so working out allows you to do so many things and opens up your mind as well, you know, to, to be able to think in a different manner. You hit it right there. And I just wish a lot of people would get that point that you just made. And that's so, so, so true. And um, really, when you're working out, those chemicals, I'm sure you're talking about the endorphins that are released. To, to help you because they really help in triggering positive feelings and um, feelings of um, optimism in the body, feelings of um, feeling great and feeling good. All of those things don't come just because you look good. 
really there's a whole lot of work going on on your inside and hormones are being released to make you really feel that way and it happens you know when you're working out that's a great point you just raised right there thank you so much man all right now so i want to get into the meat of it there's a question i like to ask people when i get to interview them um, because one of the focuses of my show is to help people live their life 10 over 10 and when i say 10 over 10 i mean to be optimal to be efficient in every aspect of their life not just being physically fit but yes i want you to look good i want you to feel good i also want you to be happy i want you to be rich financially i want you to be productive at work i want you to be to live your life 10 over 10 and just be satisfied with your goals generally so i'm gonna ask you on a scale of one to ten um how do you rate your satisfaction and fulfillment in life well on a scale of one to ten i think one being right now i hate my life I hate the way I feel. <laughs> and 10 being living a life, living a dream, and I'm fulfilled and rich. I'll say eight right now. My life is an eight. Awesome. Um, so why would I give yourself an eight? There's a lot of things that I always I, I want to continue working on to get to my 10, um, but I'm content with where I'm at right now. That's the main important thing. Um, I'm content in that I'm still in school, you know, I'm not, I don't have any debt. I'm working out. I'm, I'm able to wake up every morning. I have, I have a lot of things going for me. There's certain things that I specifically want to work on, um, in my life, um, just to make myself better. And also things I want to work, work on in um, my professional life, you know, to, to make me more marketable in, in, in that sense. So when I, I think when I'm graduated and like everything that I've, I wanted to do has been uh, accomplished, you know, I'm a 10, you know, when I'm constantly being that person every single day, I'm a 10 right now. I'm an eight because I just want to continue working on myself, continue working on, on who God wants me to be. So Awesome. Awesome. I, I was going to ask you, is, do you remember any point in your life, you know, before now where you feel like you must have been at a one that you can just tell us a story about? Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm, being very transparent here, you know, I, I feel like last year, uh, last year, yeah, during the spring semester from January to about March. That's last was, year's 2018. Yeah, last year, 2018. Yep. You know, I was at a one because I was just depressed. You know, I was going through a lot of uh, situations and most people don't, most people don't know this at all that, you know, I, I had, I was in a car accident. You know, I had I had a situationship and I'm not I'm saying situationship, not a relationship, because it was a situation that I put I put myself in that I should not. And, you know, it it, it was so much bad tension there that the person that you choose to be with defines who you are and can either make you happy or can make you feel bad True, man. at the same time. True. And I think we made each, we made each other feel bad at that time. And that translated into my academic life, into my uh, personal uh, uh, life and, you know, personal relationship with people. You know, I, I didn't feel like I was that happy person like that I usually am. You know, I, I, I stood those that test and I was like, man, I, I couldn't do this. So I actually went to counseling for it. Um, and that's something that a lot of men don't do. We don't we don't go to counseling. We don't talk to a lot of people. We don't talk to people about our issues sure. because of that pride. Um, that we have, but I went to, you know, thank God for Penn State, uh, uh, counseling services, you know, shameless plug, but something that's, that's free that students don't even know. I went there 
every Wednesday afternoon, you know, and just talked, opened up. You know, that, at that moment, I really learned what it means to be transparent and open up about the issues that I have, you know, the issues that I couldn't talk about with uh, normal people, you know, people who are biased, you know, the the people who are there are unbiased. They just listen to you and they they have you uncover your issues by yourself. They don't give you advice. They don't give you, um tell you what to do. They let you open up and, and let you figure out, hey, man, I know the answer to my own issue. I just never, I just never wanted to physically realize it myself. Wow. 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 It's so funny. And the reason I say wow is because I can relate to what you're saying. So currently as we speak, um, this is February, 2019. I'm in school right now and I'm studying my master's in counseling for health and wellness. And many of the things that we being taught right now is really how to listen you know and how that when people yeah. come to you sometimes you, you really don't have to tell them what to do many times they already know what it is you just have to help them get there yeah you know and that is so hearing you talk about it and how they helped you get there is so so i mean um humbling to me it feels like something i'm gonna use you know for my next assignment <laughs> but, i mean that is that is really remarkable the things that you said you know how that you had to learn and to open up how that you had to go to counseling i mean if you don't mind me asking how long was the counseling for how long did you have to be there for counseling was uh no more than 30 45 minutes um i think the most it went was an hour and it was just us talking and you know Going, going back and forth on how do I feel about certain things and um, how, did, how, how do you think she just, you know, she was asking me questions, you know, and each question uncovered something else that I had, that I realized, you know, I didn't, at, that, at the time I was like, why is she asking me all these questions, you know, what, 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 is, what is the significance of it? And the, the first thing about, I learned about counseling is that you're not going to open up on the first time. I, 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 didn't, I didn't open up on the first time. It, it didn't take me, it took me until like, the third or fourth session to like really be com- comfortable and speak my mind. Oh wow! You know, and I was able to speak about everything, and it was just the certain questions that that were asked that was able to allow me to open up about everything that was going on. With me. About how many sessions in all? So from January to March, I would say about eight to nine. Oh wow! Yeah, eight to nine sessions. That's not even a lot at all. That's not a lot. Yeah, it was it was just that it was something. Yeah, that's less like less than a season of How to Get Away with Murder. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's not, that is so true. Yeah, that's that is not so a lot true. at all. Or you know, American Ninja Warrior, whatever it is you're into, but that's not a lot of time. Forty-five to one hour session once a week for about eight weeks to twelve weeks. I mean, that is really worth it. So during this period of time, because this is just like about a year ago, what were the other aspects of your life like? Say, for instance, your your fitness routine. How was that really impacted? That was not there at all. Oh wow! And that's that's the crazy thing. And I look back on I am the most vulnerable and the most uh, annoyed with people in my life when I'm not even uh, if I'm not reading my Bible or if I'm not working out. So I can imagine when something comes and takes that away from you and you can't do any of that, that must have really been a, a low moment, downtime in your life. Yes, yes, it was a real low moment, you know. I didn't actually, that 
2018, I didn't get back into the gym on, in, until the summer. There's something that usually happens to me when I fall off my routine for a while, which is usually getting back. I'm, I'm kind of scared to get back. Not like scared, scared, but I feel like it's going to take me a long time to get back to where I used to. And because of that, I don't even start at all. So for you, how did you psych yourself back? I mean, to get back on track again. It was a day by day thing. So when you, when you stop working out, you start finding every single excuse not to go back. You know, you, oh, the gym is too far or uh, it's too hot outside or, you know, it's, it's, it's too cold or even any, any excuse possible, you know, or you're tired, you know, you find any excuse possible not to go back. And I had to get myself out of that. I, I really sat down one day during my intern. It was over the summer. I was interning in Connecticut and I was like, there's a gym here at work. I have a lunch break for about an hour. I don't do nothing. I don't even, I usually don't even eat the, the cafeteria lunch. What am I doing? So I walked myself down there and I just bought a membership. Now that I put money involved, one thing is that I don't like to waste money. Now that I'm paying $25 a month for a, mem- a gym membership, I have to use it. That is so true. <laughs> I tell people like, look, I know it's good to work out at home. I like home workouts, but I encourage people to get a gym membership because for me also, when I look at my bank statement and I see that money go going out to the gym, I'm like, nope, I'm going to use every dollar. <laughs> That is the worst thing, man. I got a specific gym in Jersey that's still taking money out of my account because I can only cancel it over there at that gym. But one of these days, I'll go back and cancel their membership and continue my membership out here. When you're when you're in there, that that is something that that we've uh, me and my group, my friends group, have started to do because we'll do check ins on Instagram. So we'll take a photo of us lifting weight or a video of us lifting weight and uh, you know hashtag it check in. And then tag all of us in there to make sure, hey, are you working out today or not? During, during the summer, I was getting a bunch of those uh, messages on Instagram. And it was like, okay, I need to stop playing. If everybody else, I don't know what they're going through, but they still got, got time to get in the gym. I need to make time to get back in the gym. There's power in numbers and there's power in friendships. Awesome. Awesome. So, so true. So, so true. Having people around you doing the same thing. And this check-in, check-in really, really, really works. I mean, having people to whom you're accountable really goes a long way and when they're your friends they know when you're posting an old picture and they're like hey you're not at the gym <laughs> i've seen that picture before <laughs> i hate that, that is instagram stunt. instagram stunting is just horrible you know no. you know and i want to say i, I want to use that to segue into a question i've been meaning to ask you so during the period of time where you say you were kind of like down low and um people didn't even know what you were going through which was like spring of 2018 on your Instagram post, I mean, did you still, you still had cool pictures that you were posting? Yeah, because I think what it is with with us as people, we don't want to let people see us in in a different light. You know, even even with me posting those um, photos um, on Instagram, I I didn't post that much in 2018, like I like I did in previous years. Um, and that's probably just because of growth at this point too. But at the same time, the photos looked happy. The photos looked, you know, so happy. And like in 2018 that I was living my life, you know, I went on, I went to England during spring break. I, 
I traveled during 2018. I did all this during 2018. But at the end of the day, was I was I happy with that specific period of my life? No. Social media should not be a facade. Don't don't let don't hide behind social media at all. Don't be a person that thinks everything is all happy all the time. And then after that, you know, you're a depressed person on the inside. I mean, that's so, that's so, so true, man. So right now, what, what things are more important to you in life? Right now, um, number one, God and my family, that's very important. Um, education. I just want to graduate university and uh, be able to start my, uh, my professional career. And in terms of working out, right now it's just keeping my strength up, um, trying to gain more strength in a sense, uh, continue to have a good physique. And because I'm currently not playing a sport, but now that I'm getting, I'm going to start playing again at the end of, um, at the end of August this year, um, I need to train my body a different type of way, you know, working out. And working out for a sport is two different things. The stamina, the stamina that you have when you um, when you're playing a sport is completely different than the stamina you have when you are just regular working out. Usually, people who work out just just to work out, they don't focus on cardio as much. It's just getting get in the gym, lift up these weights, and then I'll leave. They don't focus on cardio that much. Playing basketball, which is a sport you you have to run and you have to have stamina. You have to have um, muscle stamina as well, because you can, you can be able to have all those running, um, that your, your lungs could be able to take all that running, but if your muscles can't, it's not good. You need to be able to have your muscles last long because you're going to be playing, you're going to be playing a game where people are going to be bumping against you. You're going to be jumping a lot. So your muscles need to have that stamina as well as, um, your lungs and your heart. Awesome. What kind of fitness plan or lifestyle changes do you think um, you would need to incorporate to help you get to a 10? The model that I usually preach to people is real, and that includes rest, exercise, authentic food. That includes love also. So those are the four you know, pillars that I get kind of like work with. So as far as this is concerned, you see that that stretches beyond just what you do at the gym. Do you have anything specifically that you're trying to, that you need to put in place to help you? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Being in college, you don't get that much sleep. Um, and most a lot of people know that. So one, trying to manage my sleep time better. Definitely, definitely is uh, something I want to do for lifestyle change. You know, I, I tend to not go to sleep until two or three, and then I end up waking up at like seven or eight. In terms of fitness, I definitely need to strengthen my legs a little bit more. Um, so, especially around my quads and um, my quads and my calves. So, I would definitely try and do that. That's what I'm really focusing on now. The love as well, you know, is trying to understand how to be loved and how to love. So, most of the Bible plans that I'm focusing on right now is, you know, God is love and you you can only learn love from the person who truly is love. So trying to focus on how to actually love somebody, how to be somebody that can be loved and know that you are loved by God and then by and God is only is the only person that can show what true love is. And then start grooming myself to be that whole person for when, you know, I decide to. Um, take somebody to be my wife eventually. So that's something else that I'm trying to work on. And, you know, in the professional realm. So setting myself up for generational wealth and, you know, doing investments and 
looking at uh, different um, ways to make passive income or as somebody, as somebody who probably works for the government says, they work for the government during the government shutdown and not getting paid. But another way of making sure you get paid is having those other sides of income, rental properties or, you know, stocks and bonds and using different ways to, to have to get passive income to help yourself in any time. Generational wealth. That's something that everybody should focus on. I can almost swear that this whole idea about generational wealth comes to you when you're working out. Like, <laughs> but that is that is so, so cool and so, so true. I think it's something everyone really needs to focus on and really, you know, work at. And, and, I, and really sounds funny, but these are the kind of thoughts that come to me when I'm just by myself in my zone. And one of the few places that I have time to just meditate and think deeply is when I'm working out at the gym, really. And um, I get this kind of thoughts. And that's why I believe there's a strong connectivity with my productivity in life and um, my fitness lifestyle. And for me, it's a lifestyle. And it's one of the things that keeps me going because I'm not going there just to um, build my muscles or work out. I'm going there to think. I'm going there to... I'm um, get ideas. I'm going there to relate with myself. I'm going there to um, get motivated, even if it's by music or podcast or whatever it is I'm listening to. Uh, it's it's a secret time for me, and those are the things I tie with my workout that makes workout time kind of like pleasurable for me. You know. Well, thank you so much, man, for your time. And do you have any tips you want to give to someone out there who wants to really, you know? start helping their abs show, their ab muscles show a little more. Um, what can you tell them to do? Just some tips to drop for them. Yeah, some uh, some tips for this, you know, for somebody who is a, who's trying to get a six-pack, and I'm going to say this, a six-pack outwardly and inwardly. Um, a six-pack outwardly, get in the gym. Just get up, get a gym membership. You know, eat right. Stay away from every fast food. Stay away from it. I only drink water, honestly. Water and tea. Um, your food, what you eat. You know, if people think it's more expensive to buy groceries and whatnot. No. Meal prep. Watch the portions that you eat. Another thing that I want to say is that for a six-pack on the inside, now that's the hard part. That is being someone, you know, that focused on their growth. Make sure that you're always focused on your growth in life and growth with people. Um, make sure that you are watching what you put in your mind because what you put in your mind is what you're going to speak. Um, make sure that you are focused on your uh, on the characteristics and don't be afraid of constructive criticism. Be somebody who is personable and people don't have an issue coming up and talking to. Making sure that you are a great person on the inside will allow you to be a great person on the outside. So hey, don't 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 be a six pack on on sick. Be a six a six pack person with a great mindset. Okay. Awesome man. Awesome man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for everything you've said and all the nuggets you've dropped. And um I'm really praying and hoping that for you also this is only going to be a starting point for you. And um everything you've said, everything you've taught us today, you would even go ahead to be more authentic and more of a representative of these things and you would when people even meet you they will find out that you didn't just speak out of a google search you actually spoke your truth 
where can they find you and connect with you? Yeah, you can connect with me on Instagram, blessed underscore highly. So blessed underscore highly on Instagram. You can find me on LinkedIn um, at Clinton Asalu. I'm open and available to talk. Thank you, guys. Okay, okay. I hope you had as much fun listening just as I did interviewing Clinton. I'm just going to let everything you heard marinate in your hearts and in your minds. I really appreciate the time that you've given to listen in. I do not take it for granted. You know that saying that there is love in sharing? Please share this with your friends and family. And subscribe also so you don't get to miss any new episode on the show. And pretty please rate and review the show, especially on Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening to me on Google Podcasts, please do so too. On Stitcher, do same. It goes a long way to help the show, especially on Apple Podcasts. Please, please, please. And I promise to do the hard work of giving you valuable content every week. In the meantime, rest your body, work your body, feed your body, and love somebody. I'm your fitness and lifestyle coach, Henry again. Bye-bye.